annual thanksgiving for our mothers and babies. Let's appreciate him and say, Lord, we are grateful for your mercies that endure it forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this gracious opportunity to be blessed. Father, we thank you. Take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Father, this morning, we thank you for our mothers and our baby, our fathers, our young ones, everyone that is in the house. Father, take all the glory in Jesus' name. Father, as I preach your word, shout hallelujah. Please let's be seated. Congratulate your neighbor. Say neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. I congratulate you for witnessing today's annual festival of mothers and babies. We want to thank God for all the babies that were born this year. Let's clap our hand together for Jesus for giving us wonderful additions. We celebrate all of them. The Lord continue to bless them, increase them, give them favor in Jesus' name. We want to celebrate all our mothers for being builders of destiny. We want to celebrate you. Let's clap for our mothers again. Mothers, we celebrate you. The Lord continue to bless you in the name of Jesus. I'd like to celebrate our able men. Igileyogbawa. All the fathers in the house, I celebrate you. Let's clap for our daddies and daddies and daddies. Daddies, may the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. We want to celebrate all our youth for listening to us, for being part of this occasion. All the unmarried youth, let's clap a hand together for them. The Lord bless you. We appreciate you. And may the Lord honor you in Jesus' name. May the Lord make you fruitful and bless you abundantly in the name of Jesus. Well, I want to thank some people that are coming for the first time. I want to thank Sister Wumi and her handsome husband and baby. Will you please stand up and just greet the church. We celebrate you. We thank you. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. I want to celebrate Mommy Lola Day, my wife, special stylist. The Lord bless you, Ma. Thank you for gracing this occasion. There are so many wonderful people in the house. I'm greeting everybody in the name of the Lord. And I say the Lord bless you mightily in Jesus' name. Turn to your neighbor, say neighbor. I can sense in the spirit that your set time has come. God will bless you. God will increase you. And God will honor you. Let's put on Psalm 102, verse 13. Psalm 103, verse 7. Psalm 102, verse 13. Psalm 103, verse 7. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion, for the time to favor has come. Is that in your Bible? Is that in your Bible? Is that in your Bible? Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, 
the set time is come. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, my set time is now. My time of favor has come. Will you please stand up and announce to three people, say, my set time has come. My time of favor is now. Say to at least three people, my set time is come. My time of favor is now. My set time is come. My time of favor is now. Come on, shout hallelujah. I am saying this, that you announce to everybody, so that when the Lord bless you, they will not be jealous. They will say, ah, he said it, oh. He said it. I pray that every prophecy you are prophesied will become your portion in Jesus' name. I want everybody to be seated and be in the house. Psalm 103 verse 7. Put on Psalm 103 verse 7. We are preaching on these two verses today. He made known his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. What made Moses a champion was that the Moses knew the way of the Lord. Because when the time of God becomes your timing in life, manifestations of miracle, favor, they are guaranteed. What makes people frustrated in life is because they don't know the timing of God for them. You remember one man that sang this one? I can't remember. I masikolonda mweda. Obe. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying now? Divine timing is what guarantees fulfillment in life. Time to move, time to slow, time to act, time for everything. Because as far as God's calendar is concerned, there is timing for everything. I pray for you this morning. You will not miss your timing. When you walk under divine timing, you enjoy a lot of prosperity. When you are slow or you don't know your timing, you have a lot of calamity, poverty, and all manner of things. That's why timing is important. The Lord made his ways, his timing, what is about to do, and the appropriate time known to Moses. The children of Israel only enjoy the acts. And that's why they were rebellious. Because they don't understand the way of the Lord. Knowing your set time, the time of God's favor, is important for you. And you have to know what dictates the timing. Everything that the Lord will do to bless you, he has done it. You know that the sacrifice at the cross is a complete work. Finished work. Perfect work. God is happy with you. Every prosperity, every blessing has been done. God has done everything. So you have to know what triggered the time for God to bless you or to shower down his rain upon you. Elijah told Elijah, if you see me when I'm taking up, the door portion are not to be given to you. If not, you will not have it. See, set yourself, prepare yourself. If you see me, it is done. 
what dictated the fine timing for favor. Number one is the revelation of God. Psalm 119 verse 18. Open my eyes, O God, so that I can see wondrous, beautiful, goodies, prosperity, healing, power from your word. Because once you can see it, nobody can prevent you from enjoying it. It is what you don't see that you cannot enjoy. Please listen to me. Apart from all these activities that you are doing, church, your eyes, your ability to see something from God is what determines your glory. And I've told the woman, anytime the word of God is going on, don't move up and down. Sit down. Do every other activity outside the world. Because what you see will determine your capacity to receive. What you don't see, you cannot receive. In fact, you can't pray for it. There are some people that don't see something, so they don't even pray for it. Because God does not reveal it to them. I've told you this testimony several times. I said, when my mother died, I didn't have any money. Unfortunately, everybody thought I had a lot of money. So, my, even my family were expecting too much from me. Everybody around me. Except my wife. And I said, everything that I will need for the ceremony, God has provided. The only problem with me is that my eyes have not seen it. Once my eyes can see it, I'll be relaxed. And I started looking for revelation that we bring in the provision. It is revelation that brings provision. That's why you have to pray that your eyes of understanding must be open to the revelation of God. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. On this I will build my church. And the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. What will the Lord build his church with? Revelations. Concrete revelation. Let me tell you something. Not culture. Not the way we have been doing it. Not what seems right. But on the revelation of Christ will the church be built. And I say to you that you are, a, you are Peter. And on this rock will I build my church. And the doors of hell will not overcome it. I pray for you this morning that the power of air will not overcome your home. The power of air will not overcome your children. The power of air will not overcome your life. Revelation is a solid platform that triggers your time of favor. Revelation. Psalm chapter 36 verse 9. For with you is the fountain of life. Not limited. With you is the fountain of abundance. It is in your light that we see sight. It's in the revelation of God. For with you is the fountain of life. In your life. In your light we see favor. Every favor that you ever need will be triggered by what you can see of God. If you come to to church and you didn't see anything, don't expect favor. But if you come to God 
and you can see something from his word, expect faith for that week. That is why you have to be praying like the psalmist. Lord, open my eyes this week so that I might see something from your word. When you are blinded to his word, you will lack glory. When you are blinded to his word, you will lack provision. When you are blinded to his word, you will lack abundance. And you'll be complaining. You are not complaining because things are bad. You are complaining because you cannot see what is in the word. Everything you will ever need is in the word. That's why he said to matter, matter, matter. You are mindful and careful about so many things. But there is one thing that is needful. Mary has chosen that good thing that will not be taken away from her. Choosing understanding and revelation in God's word is what triggers your set time to be favored. Choosing revelation. In fact, when you pray effectively, based on what God has shown you, there's assurance that answer is coming. He said, this is the confidence that we have in him. Whenever we pray according to his will, he heareth us. And if he hears us, we have answers to our prayers. Revelation is important. Genesis chapter 21 verse 19. Genesis 21 verse 19. The, mother, the Bible says, and the mother prayed. So you have to pray for revelation. Lord, open my eyes. You are coming to church. You are not just coming with a closed mind. You are coming with an open mind. And probably you are coming with a book. Maybe God is going to show you something that you have not seen before. Because every time, God is revealing something that is new, that will liberate you. He says you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. She prayed. Then God opened her eyes. As you are praying and watching me this morning, may the Lord open your eyes. Are you hearing me? I say, may the Lord do what? Say it again. May the Lord do what? Say it again. May the Lord do what? May the Lord do what? Say, Lord, open my eyes. The Lord opened her eyes. Then God made her eyes open and she saw a water springing and she got water and she became mighty and her sons. When God opens your eyes, you cannot be small. May the Lord open your eyes in Jesus' name. Every frustration is born out of a closed eyes. And your eyes is closed because you have decided to close your mind. He said, if this gospel is fake or is not working, it is not working in the life of those people that are blind. Don't be blinded to the lights. To you it is given to understand the mystery of the kingdom. Second King chapter 6 verse 17. Elisha prayed, Lord open his eyes. Let him see the army that are surrounding us. Lord open his eyes. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord I pray open his eyes that he may see. Raise your hands to heaven. Say Father open my eyes that I may see. Let me see my blessing. Let me see my favor. Let me see my beauty. Don't let me walk through life with darkness mindset. Open my eyes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, can I, can I make you laugh? This morning, or last night, I was joking with my wife. I said, hey, my eyes, I see something. My wife said, what did you see? 
I said, I have discovered something I've been quoting for years that is not true. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. If any man does not provide for his house, he is worse than an infidel. He has died in faith. I say, suddenly my eyes open. He did not say if any man. He said if any. So both of us are provider. I will not die cheaply. Put it there for the men to see. Put it there. First Timothy chapter 8. Are you not clapping for me? First Timothy chapter 8. Chapter 5 verse 8. Look at what he says. Put it there. Baba Beji, this is your verse. Look at what he says. If anyone, did you see man here? Ebu men shout hallelujah. You are delivered from hypertension. Top line say thank you, Daddy. Ebu men president, are you not happy? Look at it. If anyone does not, if if any wait wait, if anyone wait 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 wait, I will explain. I will explain. Wait wait wait. I, I, now maybe the pastor now. Wait. I will show you the ease. I will show you the ease. I know you are talking about this. I will show you the ah, the ease, the ah. And it is. Able man. God is on your side. Watch it. Watch it. If anyone does not provide for his own. Watch it. Anyone is own. And especially for those of his household. He has denied the faith. And is worse than an unbeliever. I say, oh, number one, anyone, watch you. Watch. Watch. <laughs> when you started reading from verse one, he was not talking to man. He was talking to the widows in the church. And he concluded in verse nine that a widow should take care of himself, not expect the church to take care of her. Put on verse 9. So that you know he's talking to anyone. All of us should be working. At the time my wife will tell me, if I'm not working, I say, why will you not be working? How will a professor sit at home and not work? Do not let a widow under the 60 years of old be taken to the number for charity. And not, le- uh, and, and not unless he has been the wife of one man. Can you see that? What God is saying here is that every one of us should be a contributor to the growth of the house. That's why you are builders. Builders build home. You are here, Anissa. If any, if any, if any, all of us are providers. All of us are co-provider for the house. All of us, we are co-provider for the house. Nobody is an inferior. 
If my wife is an inferior, I will not allow her to become who she is today. She is not. As is intelligent. All of us, we are co-providers. If anyone, so all of us are providing for the house. We are making the house beautiful. And I'm not saying this thing to punish women, no. Now, I'm coming to you. Are you listening to me? I'm using this to raise your potential and the way you see yourself. I have prayed for my daughter. You know I have ladies now. And one of them is getting married. I told her this morning, your hand will always be up. You'll be a mighty woman in the land. I told her, I said like, follow on Shalakija. You will be building life. Helping destiny. That's what you are going to be in Jesus' name. Do you want to hear me? Being a woman does not make you in inferior financially. Does it make you inferior? If you feel that you can't provide, a man must always be provide. If the man should leave you, will you leave your children? Will you leave your children? That's why revelation is important. Don't let culture cage you and make you inferior. If God blesses you, accept it. Or you don't go accept them. Or you want to pray for us that God bless all the men. Leave us. Everything you will ever need to enjoy your life, may the Lord provide it for you. Please sit down. Revelation. Revelation of God is what guarantees peace. It is what guarantees progress. It is what guarantees favor. What triggers blessing is revelation. Not culture. Not the way it has been done. But the way God wants us to do it. And as the Lord open your eyes to see more revelation, may you enjoy favor in Jesus' name. Alright, number two. Till that set the time for God is time of restoration. Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 17. Matthew chapter 8 verse 1 and 3. Joel chapter 2 verse 25. Time of restoration. For I will restore it to you. Can somebody say amen? amen. And heal you of all your wounds. Raise your hands to heaven. Say this is my time of restoration. Father, restore health unto me. Say, restore health unto me. Heal me of all my wounds, says the Lord. Now, listen. We are talking to one of our sons that we have pastored for a year in Overcomers. He was excited that my daughter is getting married. I decided to talk to us. And mommy said, let me see your face. And he said, mommy, uh, me and my wife have packed out of the house. So they are both in London. I'm not with my wife again, no. There's a serious divorce going on, no. And we started hearing and hearing. She was saying. So at the time, I have to come and say, Oh, yeah, tell me. What's the problem? And one of the things that he said, see, he said, that I don't want to affect you is that our past wound is what he has been suffering in the marriage. Sit down. I would not have mentioned it because within the week also, 
One popular pastor, Pastor Lunde Manuel, also confessed the same thing that his first marriage crashed because of the past wound that the woman suffered. That he was frustrated in the marriage because the woman was always depressed, always fully moody, always complaining. And according to him, he said, if he has not suffered slap, he suffered at least six slaps in that marriage in nine years. Thirty-one. I did not hear from the woman. But what I'm telling you is that God is the healer. Is the God the restorer? Let God heal you of your past and restore you totally. Don't carry this year's wound into next year 2024. If somebody has hurt you, find a way of healing the wound. God said, I will restore you. I will heal your wound. Don't say, all men are the same. No man can be trusted. Hey, is it not this life? My friend, there are some people you have never seen before that will still come into your life and do you good. Let God restore you. If you have suffered disappointment in life, don't think that is how life works. Because if you continue to live that way, you will not enjoy favor. Even when your Lord comes, you will close the door on that person. There are so many people that are suffering the sin of their past. They have refused to forgive themselves. They have refused to forgive others. They are living in that particular pain. They have refused to let it go. Let God restore you. The day you are restored is the day that your favor has come. I know so many people that have been hurt. And I know some people that will say, Daddy, I have forgotten. I have forgiven. I am moving on. And my life is getting on. Irrespective of what you have suffered, your favor come the day you are restored. And let God restore you. How is that possible? Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 to 3. Look at Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 to 3. Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 to 3. Jesus, when he had come down from the mountain, great multitude followed him. Verse, verse 2. And behold, a leprous, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. I've preached about this verse several times. Look at verse, verse 3. And Jesus put out his hand and touched him and says, I am willing be cleansed. Let me touch your neighbor. Say, God is willing. Are you saying it very well? Touch the person. Say, God is willing. Be restored. Be clean. Come to normal. Some people, even when you are greeting you, they are thinking another thing. Their mind is not there. The first person I greeted in this year did not answer me. The second person, I don't know whether it's good to answer. They are walking in life with a lot of suspicion because they have refused to be restored. And when you refuse to be restored, there's no way you can enjoy favor. You must be restored of your past wounds and disappointments. Be restored because the time of your favor has come. 
Forgive and forget those people that have wounded you. I like what my woman wrote. He said, you are the CEO of your life. CEO of your life. See, I'm the CEO. He said, you can hire and fire and promote accordingly. Treat people the way they are. Stop carrying wounds of the past into the future. And try to look one high with everyone. And say maybe they are like the same. Because the moment you have that mentality, the door of favor closes on you. And I'm preaching practical reality. If for instance you have a feeling that all pastors they are thief. And by chance, I am with you. And you say it. My spirit man will be shut up. And I will leave. Because I will personally feel offended. That's the way I will feel. And it has happened to me two times. Two times. I was praying for somebody. I won't mention the name. And he said, all these pastors... And all the anointing I carry on me went down. And I left. And I felt sad. He's carrying his past thoughts on me. I was praying for somebody close to my wife. And I closed my eyes and I was praying. Sincerely because of the love I have for the family. And God said, open your eyes. And I opened my eyes. And the prayer I was praying for, they opened their eyes. Like they were making jest of me. And I said in Jesus' name. And I rounded up the prayer. And my wife said, why? Why is your prayer short? You did not even finish the statement. I said, God asked me to open my eyes. And see the boy I'm praying for. Years later, they asked me to come and pray. I said, I'm not going. I said to my wife. I don't know who has defrauded you. I don't know who has not been good to you. But all men are not the same. All pastors are not the same. All the churches are not the same. Clean your mind. Be restored. Because when you are restored, now favor comes to you. Be restored. Treat people the way they are. Not what you have been carrying all these years. Be restored. Joel chapter 2, verse 25 to 28. Your set time is the time of revelation. When God saw you something, that's where you enjoy blessing. Your set time is the time you allow God to restore you of all your hurt and wound. That is when you begin to enjoy favor. Until you heal yourself of your past wound and diseases or sickness, you cannot enjoy favor. Joel chapter 2, verse 25. So I will restore to you the years that the swarm locust has eaten, the crying locust, the consuming locust. And the chewing locusts, my great army which I said among you. Verse 26, we are going to 28. Quickly, quickly, quickly. You shall eat in plenty. Do you see now? If we say, I will restore first. Then the next verse says, you will eat in plenty. So restoration comes first. You must be restored before all the blessings begin to come in. Look at it. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God. Who has dealt wondrously with you? My people shall never be put to shame. Say, then you will be certain that I am your God. 
when you are restored, you are balanced to enjoy the blessing. When you are restored, raise your hands to heaven. Say, I will enjoy restoration. As this year is coming to an end, I will move into the new year with new mind, new perspective, clear art, complete restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. I refuse to be bitter. I refuse to be offended. I will go with a clean heart, with pure heart, in the name of Jesus. Say amen three times. I say this because even in church, there are so many people that are hot. They are not happy. People are dancing. They don't feel any reason why they should dance. The Bible says it's going to restore. Let God restore you. Because once you are restored, your time of favor will flow. Enjoy restoration. Enjoy the healing. Enjoy the healing. Oh, somebody hurts you. Then let him go. Don't let him hold you down. Don't let the person hold you down. You want to cry, cry. But let the thing go. Enjoy full healing. And be a normal human being. Don't let somebody's heart control your life and control your future. Your future is more important than your feeling. So let, let your emotion tie you down. Let nobody hold you down. Enjoy restoration and full health. And the Lord will give you favor in Jesus' name. Number three, because of my time, your set time of favor is the time you decide to thank God in faith. You just decide to thank God like Odi, like Nti I want to thank God in faith, even for what he has not done. Because when God sees praise, God is always happy. Romans chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. Romans chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. Do we have Romans chapter 4, verse 18? Who contrary to hope, to hope, where there was no hope. Are you listening to me? Who contrary to hope, believe in hope, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, so shall your descendant be. Verse 19 and 20. Put on verse 19. And not be weak in faith. He did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Verse 20. Verse 20. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith. He was strengthened in faith, giving thanks to God, and God fulfilled his word. The day you begin to thank God in faith, you are waking up in the morning, you are saying, Lord, I thank you for the favor I will enjoy. Then favor begins to come your way. God has not given you favor, but you are thanking God for it. The day you begin to thank God for your future, God begin to make a way for you. The day you begin to thank God for your job, God begin to promote you in your job. The day you begin to thank God for your church, God begin to bless you in the church. The day you begin to thank God for your connection, all manner of people will be connected into your life. Whatever you thank God for in faith, trigger favor in that area. All our confident fathers, they were men of faith. They thank God for what they have not seen. You say, the reason I'm not dancing is because I don't have money. The reason why you don't have money is because you refuse to dance. If you begin to thank God and begin to celebrate what God has not done, in faith, like Father Abraham, the Bible says that God will fulfill his word. You can be strengthened by thanksgiving. You can set the favor. 
Do you know there are some people that thank you and thank you and thank you? You don't know when you even bless them. God is always looking for thanksgiver to favor. But when you are somebody that is always complaining and complaining and complaining, even the favor that you have will dry up and disappear. Look for one thing that God has done. Luke chapter 17. The Bible says the woman was shouting with joy, giving thanks to God. Verse 17. A leprous man returned when she discovered he was ill. And with a loud voice was thanking God. If I did not look at what he has not done. And Jesus said, were there not ten claims? Where are the other people? And he now said, you have been made whole because you have returned to thank me. This miracle was not complete. Most of the time, what we have enjoyed this year will not be a complete miracle. You are still a working process. God will still do something in year 2024. But thank him in faith for what he has done. And we perfect the remaining things in your life. For all things work together for good. The day you begin to give thanks to God in faith, your life will become beautiful. Joy will enter your life. Faithful will enter your life. If you are rejected, you went for an interview and you are rejected. Say, Lord, I thank you. Maybe you don't want me to go there. Maybe there is a better job for me. And as you begin to thank God, another door will open. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to, to, to 29. <laughs> because of my time, a woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. And she said in her heart, if I tore the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And she touched, and she was whole. And Jesus said, somebody touched me, you must come out and say it. That is thanksgiving. Come out and say how you feel. You feel sick in the morning. Now you are healed in the afternoon, come out. It's take humility to thank God. He said, maybe it is God, or maybe it is not God. The Bible says, the woman came out and told Jesus everything. That's what you have come to do this year. You are coming out to tell Jesus how you feel, what he has done. She felt in her body and she came out. And Jesus said to her, go in peace. Have your peace. Your faith has made you whole. Faith in two dimensions. Lord, you can heal me. After Jesus has healed her, she did not have the time to check or wait for one week. Whether that healing is actually genuine. She said, I know God has done it. She mentioned it back to God. That's the kind of faith that God expects. Not the kind of faith that you are always doubting. Even the miracle that is real, you say it's a lie. Somebody, I can't remember the person, but I think it must be Engineer Daily that was giving a testimony in our whole church about how God blessed him. And somebody came to me after service and said, Am I the Engineer Daily Lonjare? I want any connection. I want any connection. God has blessed me. So that's what people see. For every miracle, they will always find something to bring it low. Say, but go miracle now, sorry. I said, okay, if God has given connection to give the testimony, pray your own connection. I can't remember the person now that said it. But the person, throughout the time I remember him, was not blessed. He wasn't blessed. You are so sarcastic. You don't believe that God answered prayer. 
If God says, if somebody says, I'm the one that God has blessed most, oh, God has been doing wonders in my life, rejoice with them. And thank God in faith that the Lord that has done that thing for them, he will also do it for you. Instead of you being sarcastic or quiet. Or quiet. I see the way people react when the card for my daughter came out. I sent it to some group. At one particular group where I gave my life to Christ, I sent it to them. And none of them responded. No congratulations, no nothing. It's a fellowship. All of them, they are fathers. And when it is barrier, we see all of them. No, Danny. None of them responded. So I called my middle younger sister. He's the one that is the baby, baby, baby in that group. Baby, baby. Okay. I say, look at your people. I asked my daughter, check how many of them have seen it. All of them have seen it. They kept quiet. Even my half brother that was there did not say anything. So I sent it to his own personal WhatsApp. And I called him. I did not say, I have seen it. Uh, congratulations. I said, I will be expecting you. So, and I told her, he said, Ah, hold on to bless you. I tell him about the blessing. By the man says, Simon, yeah, hold on to bless you. No, 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 me will be no. And I told my daughter, I said, See this group, oh, none of them is responding. He said, Daddy, you don't know what to do to those people. After they have seen it, delete the post so that they won't see it again. I said, Ah, I went there. Delete for everyone. So that they won't have something to respond. I deleted. So that they won't see it. But they have seen it. Rejoice with people. When somebody is celebrating, let your heart be free. Thank God for their life. Because whatever you thank God for, we increase in your life. Whatever you appreciate, we enter your life. Thank God for people. Thank God in faith. If God, you have done it for him, you are going to do it also for me. It will soon reach your turn. It will reach your turn. If you are saying amen, say amen very well. It will go round. Jesus is a, is a, is a miracle worker. I told you a story and I will round up now. How a pastor in Lagos was trusting God for a car and his friend in the Lord. In those cars, that car looked like a plane or jet. If you buy one, you are very lucky. Some of you don't know there was a time in Nigeria that car looked like a jet. People that used car, they were like mighty people. In those days, regular bands looked like a limousine. If they use regular bands to carry your wedding service, ah, although we're wedding here. They were both praying for the gift of a car. God answered the one in Lori first. And the person in Lagos traveled down. I'm telling you live studio. On a public transport. To celebrate with his friend. Was jumping around. Ah, Lord, I thank you. Faith work. Jesus work. Word work. Prayer work. Ah. And he started praying and praying and praying. And was it? God said, I should give you the car. Take the car. And that's the way it happens in life. 
anytime you are rejoicing with anybody on anything, God will make sure that miracle happen in your life. Anytime you are sad over any miracle, you have caught yourself away from it. That's the way God has designed it. Whatever you love, you must appreciate with thanksgiving. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. If you like in your life, appreciate God that you are alive. You know some people are dead today. Some people are nowhere to be found. Go ahead and thank God and say, Lord, I'm grateful for my life. Thank God that I'm alive. Thank God that you care. Thank God that you are with me. Thank God because I'm not frustrated. Let's appreciate God. The day you begin to thank God in faith, your favor will come. The day you begin to complain, you are cutting away favor. Say, Lord, I want to thank you for my husband. I thank you for my wife. I thank you for my children. I thank you for all that they have done. Lord, I sincerely appreciate you. And I thank you. Go ahead and thank him for everyone that has supported here in 2023. It is not of him that will it. It is not of him that run it. It's of God that showed mercy. Thank God for great healing. Thank God for great deliverances. Thank God for help. Complainers don't get help. Thanksgiver receive help from the Lord. Raise your hands to heaven and say, Lord, I am truly grateful. The day you begin to thank God in faith, favor opens to you. Favor opens to you. Go ahead and begin to tell him what he has done. Like the woman with the issue of blood. Thank him and say, Lord, I appreciate what you have done for me. I am grateful for what you have done for me. She told him everything Jesus has done. Can you please close your eyes and tell Jesus what he has done? You have saved me from accident. You have saved me from evil. You have kept me from premature death. You have saved me from every form of disease. You have fed me throughout this year. Tell him what he has done. Tell him what he has done. That is faith. Telling God what he has done is faith. Go ahead and tell him what he has done. Open your mouth and tell Jesus what he has done. Are you just looking like that? Tell Jesus what he has done this year. Tell him all his wonderful blessing. Tell him what he has done. Tell him what he has Let him know that you appreciate his work in your life. Open your mouth. Don't look up and down. Talk to Jesus. I feel in my body, you are the one that healed me. I feel in my journey, you are the one that saved me. I feel in my work, you are the one that is blessing me. I feel in my school, you are the one that is opening door for me. I feel in my life, you are the one that is organizing contract for me. I feel there's an invisible hand that is making things to work. Lord, I am grateful. Tell it to Jesus. Open your mouth and tell him how he has helped you. How you feel in your body. How you feel in your finances. How you feel in your blessing. Some of you can't even tell him anything that he has done. You can't tell him. Is it that you cannot think what God has done for a whole year? There's nothing you can remember that he has done. Lord, I am very grateful. When you thank him like that in faith, 
favor comes your way favor comes your way in jesus mighty name we have prayer please raise your two hands to heaven say father heal me of all my past wound restore my head to me i want to enjoy favor pray those two prayer heal me of my past wound restore my head unto me every man every woman go ahead and pray restore my head unto me it is your will that i be in good earth restore my energy back to me lord restore my head unto me he said and i will restore you and you'll be satisfied with bread lord restore me back restore my potential back restore my head back heal me of all my wounds every wounds that i've suffered lord restore me totally go ahead and pray for complete restoration somebody has hurt you say father heal me completely and if you are praying it loud and clear god is hearing you it is not good that you carry this wound forever god must touch that area forgiveness must enter your heart lord restore me fully and heal me of all my past wounds. I have been wounded. I have been offended. I have been oppressed. But Lord heal me. Heal me. Heal me. And restore me. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Open your eyes. Then you are going to pray. One more prayer that is important. You know I know the church nowadays. Not many people go to church because of the word. Mm -mm. Not many. A lot of people enter church with a jamboree spirit. They don't even want to know God. They don't want to receive from God. They don't know that the shortcut of receiving is knowing. Happy is the man that finds wisdom. The Bible says the merchandise of it is better than merchandise of silver and of pure gold. It is in knowing God that you get blessed. I told my daughter, by my knowledge, if I dreamt and peradventure the dream is bad, I just discard it. It will not give me any slain light. I will not even think about it. And it can never come to pass. Not once, not twice. I can't be tempted by my dream. It is not my dream that is controlling me. It is the word. Devil does not have hold over my future. And it takes knowledge to be confident. Take revelation to be confident. You are running at a scatter. Your knowledge of God is small. You are worried. Your revelation bank is small. You are poor. You don't know what God has said concerning prosperity. It's as simple as that. Don't let them deceive you. Don't say some people are lucky. There is no lucky person. People are more lighted than the other people. It is just light. Light. Light that guarantees favor. It is like, the more you know, the more opportunity you have. The more you know, the more opportunity you have. The more favor you enjoy. What is limiting you is not God. It's the level of knowledge that you know. You'll be free from sickness, free from poverty, free from affliction. And we all, oh, hi, 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 hi. That's how grace works. Grace works through knowledge. Grace works through knowledge. It is when you know God that grace be multiplied unto you. Favor. Your time come. The days your eyes are open. 
Lord, I don't have money. Open my eyes. And the Lord opened my eyes. He said, I have blessed you. Not once or not twice that God will tell me this. I have blessed you. You may not have physical sons and daughters that are working, but you have spiritual sons all over that are working. You should not be bothered. They will be calling you one by one now. And they started calling. And I was not bothered again. Because God has opened my eyes. That is not your physical children that pay you in times of need. Even your spiritual children will say, Daddy, you are doing this. I want to support you. And I was supported. But my eyes opened to it. And I pray about it. God woke me up one night. He said, Two G's broke. Tell him that I love him and I care. When you see him tomorrow, give him money. Professor on the money and he will not lack again. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I prayed for him. And the next morning, he came to my office and said, God told me you are broke. God asked me to give you this. From now, you never suffer in this school. God will continue to bless you. And he left my office and people started blessing him. And I said, Ah, God, if you want to call, I'm also broke. I'm also broke. Lord, don't do through me what you will not do for me. Do it for me first. And I prayed. And I was remembered. I'm blessing entire my life. And I started getting the blessing. It is when my eyes open to see who God is that I can pray it. Raise your hands to heaven. Lord, open my eyes to see how wonderful you are. To see the blessing you have stored for me in your word. I don't want to be blinded. I don't want to be a beggar. I want to be a giver. Lord, open my eyes to see wondrous things from your word. Let me have sight in your light. Let me see what you have prepared for me. Let me see my liberty in the world. Let me see my provision. There is nothing you will ever need that is not in the world. Lord, open my eyes to see it. Lord, open my eyes to see it. Lord, open my eyes to see it. Let me see the blessing that you have provided for me. Open my eyes to see my well. To see my spring. To see everything that you have created for my enjoyment. God has given you another job or you are still crying over the lost one. You are still struggling. Some of you are struggling. When provision is available, you refuse to see. Lord, open my eyes to see the blessing that you have loaded for me. Even for year 2024, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. On this will I build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes so that he may see. Lord, open my eyes that I may see every protection that is available for me. Every protection, every angel that are guiding me. Every blessing that's available. I don't want to be in the custody of one man harassing me. Open my eyes to see every opportunity that you have laid down for me in the name of Jesus. Lord, open my eyes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, wherever my blessing may be, open my eyes and let me see it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Open my eyes to see your wonderful blessing, to see your wonderful benefits, to see everything you have loaded. Lord, I need wisdom. I need revelation. I need understanding. Lord, open my eyes. Let me see what you have done. I don't want to walk in ignorance. Lord, open my eyes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' 
mighty name we have prayed. And so, Father, open our eyes to your favor, to your blessing, to your resources, to your opportunity, to your open door, to your grace. Lord, open our eyes in Jesus' name. Let no one in our midst be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Father, today, every past wound, heal in the name of Jesus. Every disappointment, Father, heal it in the name of Jesus. Every earth issue, Father, let there be healing. In the name of Jesus. Father, is there anyone that has been diagnosed with a terminal disease? We stand against that disease. You say, I am willing, be cleansed. We decree and declare healing virtue in the name of Jesus. Everyone under the sound of my voice, every disease that God has not put on your body that is making your life to bend down and not be able to be straightened up and do what you should do. Today in the mighty name of Jesus, I cast that disease out in Jesus name. Every withered hand, I command the hand to be restored now in the name of Jesus. Every barren womb, I command the womb to be opened in the name of Jesus. I command every dry land to become a fertile land in the name of Jesus. Father, let there be healing. As we are moving into the new year, let no one die prematurely in the name of Jesus. Heal us of every diseases in the name of Jesus. Say, I will bless your bread and your waters. Every bread, every water, every here that will breathe in. Father, bless them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, I stand here in your name as your servant. Whatever your people are thanking you for, before the end of this year, let it be a reality in their life. In the name of Jesus. Father, within the next seven days, whatever they are thanking you for in faith, let your favor provide it for them. I have said, the way to provoke favor is to thank you ahead because we have done everything through the sacrifice of Jesus. And I speak, Lord, as your mouthpiece. Whatever they believe that you have done, even though they didn't have it physically, and they are thanking you for it. Father, make it possible. Amen. By your supernatural power in the name of Jesus. Amen. Everyone I've been praying from the beginning of this year till now for something and you have not done it. I come with a special release. Special release. Special release. Special release. Special release. Receive answers to your prayers in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Anna prayed, pour her heart to the Lord. And Eli said to Anna, the Lord has answered your prayer. And her countenance was no longer sad. For everyone that believes that you have answered them today, Father, let your favor fall upon them. Let your favor open doors for them. Let your favor produce the miracle. Let your favor bring airpass their way. Let your favor bring mighty connection. Let your favor open the treasures of heaven. 
None of us here will be frustrated. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Your set time has come. Your time of favor has come. Oh, my God.